And I hope all of you can go out and see something that I think is genius. It's uh, really amazing. It just came out the night before last. It opened. It had a premiere in a Florida beautiful house, small little place, a quaint place called Mar-a-Lago. And we had over a thousand people, very important people. And, you know, they'll try and suppress it as much as possible. But it's determinative, definitive, whatever word you want to use. You know, they like to use determinative. That means election changing, definitive election changing. Or just say it was election changing, probably. That's a but I hope you can see the genius of Dinesh D'Souza's incredible new documentary. It's called 2,000 Mules. And basically, Biden didn't get the votes, but he did get the ballots, okay, in a sense. But it's an incredible, it's an incredible documentary. I mean, if, if the people that do this stuff is, were fair, this would get every award. There'd be nothing even close. This exposes the fraud like nothing else. Right now, their cameras are starting to turn off because they say, there he goes again. And by the way, if I didn't go, we would lose a lot of our base, you know? Somebody came up to me the other day and they said, sir, I'd like to thank you for something. What? You never conceded. Thank God you never conceded. Isn't that true? I never, I didn't think of it that way. Can't concede when you won. And these people that say, sir, you won. Many people, sir, sir, it doesn't matter, sir. You're leading by 30 points. You're up 70, 80 points in the Republican primary. Nobody's close. And you're leading Biden. I guess some poll came out. I'm leading him by like 15, 16 points. Who the hell wouldn't be? This, this person right here. Did you ever run for politics? No. You would be leading by more than me. <laughs> but they say, and I hate it, you know, and they're friends. They're good people. They're good rhinos. You know, we have good rhinos too, by the way. Not too many of them. But they'll say, sir, it doesn't matter what happened. You're going to win the next time. We may not have a country the next time. But I will say this. It used to be, would have to say, in four years. Now we're down to less than two and a half years. It's starting to get very reasonable. It's starting to get very reasonable. And in November, you have the midterms coming. And, you know, we're going through the primaries right now. So far, the numbers that we're putting up are incredible. And I take that with great pride because when we endorse them, it's meant me. We are endorsing these people, not me. And, you know, we endorse a lot of people a little bit out of the box. You know, they said, well, does he endorse front runners? No. J.D. was not leading. And they put an unbelievable, an unbelievable amount of negative crap, just like they're doing with Oz, the same thing. They're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars and they're trying to hurt him so badly. I just think he's going to win. He's a great gentleman. I've known him so long. And we endorsed J.D. and he was like a rocket ship. He went pioing. It didn't make any difference. It didn't make any difference to them. All the ads, they hit him that last week as hard as any human being has ever been hit. It's sort of like Abdul would have been hit. But he decided he was very smart. Abdul said to me, you know, he said, but sir, why? Why do you send me a picture of my home? <laughs> True. I sent him a beautiful picture. Actually, he lives in quite a nice place. One of our most urgent priorities when Republicans retake Congress 
must be to end the nightmare on the southern border, which is one of the most horrible things to ever happen to our country, where our country is being poisoned, weakened, and permanently stained. Illegal aliens are pouring in by the millions and millions and millions. Nobody knows what the number is. They say 2 million, 3 million. I think it's 15 million. And it's only going to get worse. And they want to get rid of some of the remaining things. We had remain in Mexico. How good is that? You think that was easy to get? I went to the State Department. I said, give me the top 10 things. I went to the Border Patrol and the ICE people. The officials, I said, give me your top 15 things, your top 10 things. I'll get them all from Mexico. They laughed at me. Everybody laughed. Border Patrol. These guys are so incredible, by the way. And ICE. And they gave me the list. And somebody at the State Department, a woman, she was fantastic. She worked on Mexico for 25 years. She said, sir, you'll never get this. We've been asking for this for many, many years. I said, 100% I will. They say, sir, you'll never get it. I had little things like, you have to remain in Mexico. You can't come into our country. We want 28,000 people to guard our border as we're building the border wall. 28,000 soldiers. They said, sir, you, we never even asked for that. Part. That's ridiculous, sir. You'll never get it. I say, 100% you're going to get it. 100%. I would bet you any amount, but of course, I don't want to be Mitt Romney when he said, I'll bet you 10,000. Do you remember that disaster? It's, now, he's a disaster. Although he did say, if Trump runs, there's nobody that can beat him. He did say that today. Mitt Romney. Hey, he's coming along, I think, Dr. Oz, to say that. That was shocking. Mitt Romney said that. But I said to them, I said, then the officials came in from Mexico, very handsome, beautiful people. They came in. I said, fellas, uh, it's great to meet you. Listen, you're going to have to give us 28,000 soldiers on our border. And they laughed at me. And then I said, you're going to have to do remain in Mexico. And you're going to have to do eight other things that were almost as bad. And they laughed and smiled. They said, we would never do it. And I said, yes, you're going to do it. You have to do it. You will do it. They said, we're not going to do it, sir. I said, here's what's going to happen. This was a Friday afternoon. I said, on Monday morning at eight o'clock in the morning. We're going to charge you 25% tariffs on every car and everything you make from Mexico that comes into our country. And we're going to take in billions and billions and billions of dollars. And it's going to more than pay for whatever we have to do to secure our border. And he said, may we call the president? Yes. And he came back about five minutes later. He said, sir, it would be a great honor to give you 28,000 soldiers free. It would be a great honor, sir, for you to allow millions of people potentially to stay in Mexico as they await clearance into the United States, which not too many people got. No, we had it really, really incredible. We did an incredible job and we got everything. And the person from the State Department came over and said, sir, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in government. I said, actually, it was quite easy, as I told you it would be. When Republicans retake Congress, we should immediately pass legislation to ban the federal government from unloading plane loads and plane loads and truck loads and everything else of illegal aliens in American communities and into our homeland. This is our homeland that we love and we cherish. Our country is full. We can't take it anymore. They are trying to destroy our country. We can't let that happen. In addition to illegal immigration, Biden has blown out the refugee cap by 800% plus.
Think of that. We had a cap on the number of people that could come into our country. He's 800 percent above the cap. And that doesn't include the ones that come in legally, which is, frankly, most of them, including bringing in tens of thousands of unvetted, unscreened foreign nationals from Afghanistan on the planes, hundreds of thousands of people and only 3 percent qualified to come in. Some of them are terrorists. I've been very good at predicting. Did you ever hear that? I've been very good. You're going to be paying for that. We are all going to be paying that for many years to come. Republicans should vote to restore my strong policy prohibiting refugee resettlement without the approval of local governments under the defund the police mantra. They want to defund the police. Our high crime, which is all of them, Democrat-run cities, are also being ravaged by the scourge of violent crime. It's violent. Last year, Philadelphia, here we are, and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, we have to talk about Philadelphia, where, frankly, I went to college, a very wonderful place called the Wharton School of Finance. Last year, Philadelphia broke all records for murders. Listen to this. This is an American city with 562 homicides. 562. That's a war zone. That's not a city. The 32-year-old woman who was seven months pregnant was gunned down outside her home as she unloaded gifts from her baby shower. A few weeks ago in Pittsburgh, a 15-year-old boy was left dead after being shot in the head while riding his bicycle down the street. And in March, 50 bullets were fired into a crowded Pittsburgh party, leaving two people dead. Eight others gravely wounded, dying, most of them, and still more badly injured when they jumped out of windows to escape the slaughter. They jumped out of windows. They were so badly injured. Democrats are the party of crime, the party of chaos, and the party of death. They are, whether you hate saying it or like saying it, they're the party of death. Republicans are the party of law, order, and life. And you know what else the Republicans are? They're the party of the American dream. They really are. They're the party of the American dream, which is being taken away from you. If you want to make our country safer for violent criminals, vote for the radical Democrats. If you want to make it safer for your family, your children, and for law-abiding Americans, you must vote for Republicans. You must. I don't know if you heard, you know, our party is growing by leaps and bounds with the Hispanics, African-Americans, Asian-Americans, everybody. The party is a much different party than it was when I started six years ago, six years ago, really. And uh, we have a much different party. We have a party. Some people say Trumpism, call it whatever you want. But it is indeed a party of safety and it's a party of common sense right here in Pennsylvania. That starts with nominating the man who has by far the best chance to win Pennsylvania's U.S. Senate race this fall, my friend, Dr. Mehmet Oz. He's a great man. Dr. Oz, I've known him a long time. His show is great. He's in that He's on that screen. He's in the bedrooms of all those women telling them good and bad. 
and they love him. He came into a place where we had a lot of women sitting there waiting for something unrelated. They started going crazy. Is that Dr. Oz? That's Dr. Oz. But he's uh, taking a lot of horrible, unfair, and untrue shots. You know, they're spending millions and millions. This is Wall Street people. They have plenty of money. Plenty of money. They're spending millions of dollars and treating them very unfairly. Dr. Oz has led an enormously successful career on television, and now he's running to save our country just like I do. From the radical left lunatics and maniacs, Dr. Oz is a man who truly believes in Make America Great Again or the MAGA movement. He believes it 100% and he is in love with our country. He's supported by Sean Hannity, and we all love Sean Hannity. Rick Perry. And very importantly, he's supported by somebody known as me. He's supported by me. As your Senator Oz will fight to end illegal immigration, end sanctuary cities, and put dangerous criminals behind bars. That's what he wants to do. He's going to stop the Democrats, socialists, and communists, and confront China like no senator in the history of our state. And by the way, you have a senator who is very weak on China. This guy, Toomey. I wouldn't give him my endorsement, so he couldn't run. This guy, Toomey, is so bad on China. I said, so let me ask you a question, Pat. Just let me ask you this question, a stupid question. China's been ripping us off for many years. You've done nothing about it. If they're charging us 100% tariff, are we allowed to charge them 100% tariff? No, sir, that's not free trade. Are we allowed to charge them 50%, Pat? No. 25%? No. Can't charge him anything. I said, there's something wrong with this guy. This is your senator, and I wouldn't give him. And by the way, he knew that, you know, he raised his hand to impeach me. And if I would have said I would have given him the nod, I would have given him a nomination, he would have never raised his hand, which tells you I have a certain courage. But I also believed a lot in the other senators that we happen to have, Republican senators. But he wanted me to endorse him, and I couldn't do it because he was so bad on trade, he was giving our country away to China and others. Dr. Oz is running against the liberal Wall Street Republican named David McCormick, who I've known. And David's another one, in all fairness, and he will say this. He fought hard for it. He wanted it. He hired almost every person that worked anywhere. If anybody was within 200 miles of me, he hired them. But he did want my endorsement very badly, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I know them both. And you have some other very good people. I know them, but I, I know in particular these two people. And uh, they're leading. They're both leading. But I have to say, Oz is leading by more, despite this tremendous onslaught. <laughs> Poll just came out. He's up by three or four points. David came out very strongly against me on numerous occasions. This was before he was going to run. All of a sudden, he said, boy, I like this guy a lot, including with respect to the disinformation spread about January 6th, total disinformation. Remember about January 6th, if I might. I am the one who strongly requested 10,000 military soldiers or National Guard to Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C. on January 3rd, three days early, because she's in charge of the Capitol, both of them. And she and the mayor turned it down. They didn't want it. 
Secretary of Defense offered it to them. They turned it down. They're in charge. They could have it or not. If they had listened to me and my recommendation, there would have been no January 6th, and the unselect committee of highly partisan political hacks and losers would never have been chosen. It should never be going on right now, because we offered to have 10,000 soldiers circling the Capitol, so you would have never had a problem. But they turned it down, and now they're saying, conspiracy, he doesn't love our country. I love the country so much more than they do, and I've done much more for this country than they have. So I don't know David well, and he may be a nice guy, but he's not MAGA. He's not MAGA. He's more to me than he is MAGA. I do know that he was with a company that managed money for communist China, and he is absolutely the candidate of special interests and globalists and the Washington establishment, and those are the people that are not only spending millions and millions of dollars on his campaign, they have unlimited money to just try and destroy us, but they want to destroy this great warrior and a truly nice person. Not going to do it. And there are also the people that are ripping off the United States with bad trade deals, open borders, and every other thing that the people in this audience will never stand for, and you fully reject. David is totally controlled. This is the opponent by Mitch McConnell, the old crow, the old broken-down crow. Mitch McConnell is the least popular politician in the country, according to the... No, he's an old, broken-down crow. I want to be nice. I don't want to call... Oh, I wanted to have... I had that word right in it. I just want... But I couldn't do it. I'd go home, and the first lady would say, Why did you use that foul language, darling? I love you so much, but why did you use it? He's an old, broken-down piece of... Crow. No, but David fits in with him. I mean, they gave away this $1.9 trillion for an infrastructure deal to the Democrats. I call it infrastructure because there's virtually no infrastructure. Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, Mitt Romney, and all of the other rhinos that are trying to destroy our party and destroy our country fit in so nicely with David McCormick. That's the way it is. And we can't let it happen. He will quickly fold to the fake news. David, he's going to fold. McCormick. And he's going to fold immediately to the radical left Democrats. That's the way it is, and that's the way he is. Oz will never do that. He will fight till the end, and he will always have your back. We can always count on Dr. Oz. Again, I know him well. He uh, did an interview with me on his show. I did a show years ago, and he said, uh, I want to do like a physical on you. I said, that's okay. Just like Biden and everybody running for president should take a cognitive test. He wanted to do a physical. I felt great. So he did a physical. He came out with a great report. He said, he's very healthy. He's really great, great, great. But he should lose some weight. I said, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. You had to say that, Oz, didn't you, huh? You had to say that. You could have been perfect. I would have liked him even more if he said he's really, really healthy and he is one of the greatest bodies I've ever seen. <laughs> we can always count on Dr. Oz to stand up for the United States and against communist China. And if you don't mind, I'd like to have Dr. Oz come up and say a few words.
President Trump, Pennsylvania. Has Joe Biden made us miss him even more? The only thing Joe Biden has built back better is the Republican Party. That President Trump leads, he sees the shining city on the hill. He sees it here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. He's fighting to save it. But he's fighting for more. When you save the soul of Pennsylvania, you save the soul of America. And the rest of the world is watching us. They see a controlling, authoritarian surveillance state of China. They see democracy giving rise to capitalism that President Trump made function so beautifully just 15 months ago. Seems surreal that it's been ruined so quickly. That's what we're fighting for. That's why President Trump, it means the world to me that you're here, sir. God bless you. And thank you for the endorsement. Thank you, Oz. Thank you. He didn't need this. Just like I didn't have to be here tonight of this horrible rainstorm. Our first lady said, are you crazy? Do it a different day. I said, I'm not going to let those people down. They've been there for four days. We're not letting them down. We're never going to let them down. So the primary is on May 17th, but early voting begins this Tuesday, May 10th. Get out and vote. We got to do it. If you want to see the fake news, crying tears of despair on election night, just like they did. Again, we did so much better the second time, but they were very upset the first time. But they all said, we're never going to let that happen again. They may let it happen again. Vote for Dr. Oz. He's an outstanding person. We're also joined by representatives, and these are warriors. These are friends of mine. And run up here and say a couple of words. Come here. John Joyce, representative. Mike Kelly. Guy Resinchala. Fred Keller. Alex Mooney. Alex is in a big race. That's a, one of the races they keep saying, is Mooney going to win? Because Mooney is being backed by Trump. And he's got a, an opponent, but I think Mooney's going to do real well. And the next congressman from Pennsylvania's 8th Congressional District, Jim Bognett. Come in, Jim. Come on. Also, State Treasurer Stacy Garrity. Stacy, come on up, Stacy. Great job she did. She said, sir, I must tell you, first time in many years that a Republican's won, right? She said, sir, I won because of you. You were much more popular than me, but I won. First time in decades that a Republican won. But she said, sir, you were much more popular, and you lost my area. You lost this. It's not possible. And I appreciate you saying that, because I happen to like you more than I like me. Okay? <laughs> but no, but a lot of people said it. The election was rigged. It was a disgrace. And Mike, where's my greatest advertiser purchaser in the history of business? Again, I want to introduce the man who, who really, I mean, honestly, if the movie world were legit, he'd get every award you could possibly get. The Academy Awards uh, used to get good ratings. Remember the Academy Awards in the old days before they started knocking us and Trump and MAGA? Now they had like a regular show, but he would get everything for this documentary, Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh, just come up, please, come up. Dinesh D'Souza. 
What a job he did. Also with us are some friends of mine. They wanted to say, I said, don't come tonight. Let's go another time. It's pouring. Woody Johnson, a great gentleman. You ever hear of Johnson & Johnson? He owns the place, I tell you what. This guy's got cash like nobody's got cash. Johnson & Johnson. His incredible wife, Suzanne Johnson, whose family is very, very close, and she comes from Ukraine. So she's, uh, she has a little bit of a hard time with it, but she's an incredible woman. Another incredible woman is Summers Farkas, a person respected by everybody in New York. So I want to thank you all, wherever you may be. Thank you, Woody. Thank you very much. They wanted to come in this horrible weather. I said, Woody, let's wait for a really beautiful day. It's pouring out here. With the help of many people here tonight, over four years and incredible years, we all stood up for Pennsylvania. So I'd like to ask just a couple of you to come up and say a couple of words. You're running against somebody that you should beat easily. You better beat him easily or I'm going to look very bad. They're going to say Trump has lost it. <laughs> say, a, say a few words, please. Thank you, President Trump, for coming here and lending your support. Uh, the Republican primary in West Virginia is Tuesday, May 10th. So again, please tell your friends and family to vote May 10th. It's important we win these primaries to have real Republicans that'll fight like Donald Trump did for the values that we all share. Thank you and God bless. I was thinking about coming in a beautiful suit like that, but I couldn't do it. I didn't, I didn't want to waste all that money and ruin that suit. Where's Mike? Mike, say a couple of words. Been my friend from day one. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. There is another, there's no other time in our history that we have been tested like we are being tested now. The four years under President Trump, we saw America grow, not just in our economy, but in respect around the world. We were never tested, we were never challenged when President Trump was in office. They feared him and respected him. We now have somebody in the White House that nobody fears, nobody respects, and people can't imagine how they were able to pull off the greatest seal in American history in the election. I thank God every night that I had the opportunity as an American citizen to serve under this president. And I pray that we have the opportunity again. God bless you all for being here and refuse to lose. Just refuse to lose. Wow, that's a pretty good job. Would you say he's a good politician? You know, the fact is, he's not a politician. He's a man that really believes in what he's doing. He really believes it. I'd like to ask, thank you, Mike. I'd like to ask the treasurer to come up and just say a little bit about what you saw that evening, because it was an incredible thing. And I've heard that from a lot of people. Please. Thank you. So I'm telling you, this is the first time we had a Republican treasurer in 20 years, and the first time a Republican beat a Democrat incumbent um, since 1988. And I have President Donald J. Trump to thank for that. He gave me three shout outs. I spoke at two of the rallies. I led the pledge. It was incredible. And um, we know that he won. <laughs> so he pushed a lot of us over the finish line. I am forever grateful. And it's so important to get out May 17th. We need you know, a Republican governor, we need a Republican lieutenant governor, and a Republican senator, my friend Dr. Oz. God bless you. Thank you very much, and great job you've done. So thank you very much, fellas. I'll see you later. Take care of yourselves. Okay? Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Good job. Thank you, everybody.
With the help of many people here tonight, over four years, incredible years they were, we stood up for Pennsylvania like no president in history. To protect our workers, I withdrew from the horrible Trans-Pacific Partnership, would have destroyed your businesses. We ended the disaster known as NAFTA, the worst trade deal ever made. We replaced it with the USMCA, that's Mexico and Canada, the best trade deal ever made in our country. We stood up to China like never before, taking in billions and billions of dollars in taxes and tariffs, despite Toomey. We took in billions, think of it, and we gave, out of all that money, many times more than this number, we gave $28 billion of it to our great farmers. We love our farmers, many in Pennsylvania. And to protect Pennsylvania energy workers, I withdrew from the unfair Paris Climate Accord, a ripoff. I canceled Obama's falsely named Clean Power Plan, which was a disaster. Other than the name of the plan, it was a total disaster. I ended the war on Pennsylvania oil and gas, and I ended the war on clean, beautiful coal. We put our miners back to work. We fought for Pennsylvania, and we won for Pennsylvania. And when we win in this November, this coming, this coming midterm, which I think maybe will be the most important in our country's history, we will fight and win for Pennsylvania and our country itself, because our country is in serious trouble. We will win and we will stop this horrible, horrible onslaught. With a Republican Congress, we must defend parents' rights. No teacher should ever be allowed to teach transgender to our children without parental consent. We will save our kids, and we will also keep men the hell out of women's sports. In addition, we will get critical race theory out of our schools, out of our military, and out of every part of our federal, state, and local governments. You know, I had done that, and then just about in his first day in office, he wrote an executive office ending it, but we had already done that. It was gone, got rid of all of them. One of our highest priorities will be to crack down on left-wing censorship and restore free speech in America. We don't have free speech. We don't have free speech and we have a totally crooked press, all of them back there. We will immediately terminate Joe Biden's so-called disinformation governing board. How about that one? A chilling and un-American power grab that we will not allow to stand. Go out and sign up now for, by the way, truth, truth. I'm so happy to be back on social media, which is number one on the Apple App Store, number one ahead of TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and all others, number one. Can you believe it? I opened this thing. It's like we got, we have really a great platform, but number one, what a great honor it was to look at that. It's going to be our voice. It's going to be the voice of the people. And by the way, Jason Miller, I want to introduce Jason Miller. He's a great friend of mine. He's done a fantastic job. And he also has a big voice out there on the social media, wherever he may be. Jason, wherever you are, this big crowd of people. We love you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. I'm glad I remembered to do that. The radical left Democrat party is not a 50% party within our country. I really believe that. They're against God, guns, oil, law enforcement, voter ID, the Constitution, and the Founding Fathers. 
Other than that, they're wonderful. The only way they win is to cheat in elections. I really believe that. You can't be against those things and think you're a 50-50 party. We have to restore election integrity in our country. In 2016, we won Pennsylvania by a lot. From that point, 2016 to 2020, Republicans outregistered because of me to a large extent. Democrats in Pennsylvania, listen to this, 21 to 1. That never happened before. We outregistered them 21 to 1, which is why on election night, we were up by more than 650,000 votes. It was over. And then, gee, we're going to be closing up for a little while, they said. At every level, Republicans must fight for universal voter ID, citizenship confirmation, no more fake drop boxes, they're fake. And no private money pouring into local election offices, no more. Just like in France, we just had a, and we got to view a big election that just took place. We should have one day voting with only paper ballots and mail-in ballots accepted only from distant military service members, distant, if they're not in the country or people who are very, very sick. It should last one day. What about these elections that last 48 days where they have boxes and boxes and they're in, they're in rooms in storage, nobody watching over them, they're being moved all over the place. You say, what's going on? One day, paper ballots. One day election, paper ballots, like we used to have. We have a process that nobody trusts and you can't have a great country if nobody trusts the elections. And Frankly, you shouldn't trust them. They're so corrupt. We're just six months away from the most important midterm victory in American history. And we need a landslide so big that the radical left cannot rig it or steal it. You know, at a certain point, if you win by enough, they can't rig it. But we're also watching them very closely, more closely than ever before. This is the year we're going to take back the House, we're going to take back the Senate, and we are going to take back America. And in 2024, most importantly, we are going to take back our beautiful White House. But first, we have to secure a massive victory for Dr. Oz in this primary. So get your friends, get your family, get everyone you know, and get the hell out to vote for Dr. Oz. You got to do it. I want to thank J.D. Vance for being here, by the way. What a job he did. He's, he's hot now, you know, he's hot. He's a great hot celebrity. Maybe he won't remember me anymore. Maybe he'll say, Trump, oh yeah, he was all right. But he will. He's going to remember all of us because he's going to be around for a long, long time politically, in my opinion. Very smart. And he's the one that can win, and he will win. He will win in Ohio. J.D. Vance, good man. Good man. He really stepped forward. And you know what? The people of Ohio really stepped forward. They did a great job. With the Republican Congress. We will fight for more jobs for Pennsylvania families, fair trade for Pennsylvania workers, and more Pennsylvania factories forging more products stamped with those beautiful words, made in the USA. 
We will shut down Biden's border disaster, reinstitute our strong remain in Mexico policy. We will reimpose Title 42, which I understand they're ending. You want to see people come into our country? Knock out Title 42. Strengthen the Patriots of ICE and Border Patrol. And we will again end catch and release. We will end chain migration, a disaster. We will end the visa lottery and we will quickly finish the remaining portion of the wall. Could have been done in a few weeks. We will stop the Democrat crime wave. We will give our police the power they need and the respect they deserve. And I want to thank the Pennsylvania police for the treatment they've given me. I love the police. They do a great job. They're not given the kind of accolades they should get every single day. It's dangerous work, and they do an incredible job. But we will not take legal protection ever away from them. They want to take legal protection. So if they happen to make a mistake or somebody sues them, they have to protect themselves. That's not going to happen. We will restore law and order in America. We will hold China accountable for unleashing the virus upon the world. We will protect innocent life. We will defend our Constitution, and we will defend the Second Amendment. We will proudly uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. And by the way, very importantly, as you know, during that term, records, almost 300 federal judges and three justices of the Supreme Court of the United States, and they're making a very big decision now. We will restore patriotic education to our schools, and we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. In conclusion, our MAGA movement, Make America Great Again, is by far the greatest political movement in the history of our country, and the fake news can't even challenge it. They can't even think of it. I've said it many times, and they've never challenged it, because it's the greatest movement in the history of our country, and probably beyond that. Together, we are standing up and against some of the most menacing forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever seen. Despite great outside dangers, and we do have tremendous outside dangers, and right now more than ever before, because our so-called leaders, I say so-called, they don't know what the hell they're doing or how to deal with it. But despite that, our biggest threat remains the sick, sinister, demented, and evil people that we have from within. But no matter how big or powerful these corrupt radicals may be, you must never forget, this nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you. Belongs to you. And I do want to thank you all for coming out in this uh, unbelievable weather. I want to thank me, too, you know, because I said I could have had a, I could have, hey, Oz, I could have had a great out.
I could have had. And by the way, your wife is so incredible. You're going to get a great first lady in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. You're going to get a first lady. I know her well. She's incredible. And, and does she love her family, her husband and her family? So thank you very much for being here and standing, especially the first lady standing, uh, standing with us. Thank you very much. This is your home. This is your heritage and our American liberty is your God-given right. From Allentown to Johnstown, from Easton to Erie, from Harrisburg to Pittsburgh, and right here in Greensburg, we stand on the shoulders of American legends who poured out their blood, sweat, and tears for our rights and for our freedom. Pennsylvania is the commonwealth where our founding fathers declared American energy independence. Think of that. You were the first ones many, many, many years ago. Who would think where we are? We had it done a year and a half ago, and today we're begging for energy. We're begging enemies for energy. It's where the Army weathered its brutal winter at Valley Forge where General George Washington led his men in a daring mission across the Delaware, and where our union was saved by the immortal heroes at Gettysburg. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. One of the most vicious battles in history and one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Isn't that interesting? And this is the state where generations of tough, strong Pennsylvania miners factory workers and steel workers forged the greatest nation in the history of the world. It was the hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is the hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country from what's happening right now. We will stand up to the radical left lunatics and the rhinos, and we will fight for America like no one has ever fought for a country before. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never, ever, ever, ever back down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a small chance of victory. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and to God alone. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we are on together has only just begun. It's just begun. And Oz is going to help us to have it keep going. Oz is going to help us. And it's time to start talking about greatness for our country again. We don't do that. We don't do that. We don't talk about greatness anymore. We talk about everything else. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. So with the help of everyone here today and citizens all across our land, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again.
and we will make America great again. Thank you, Pennsylvania. Thank you very much. Thank you. Saying it proudly, that is our President Donald Trump. Man, do you get chills when he speaks, especially at the end right there. You just know something behind the scenes going on, folks. You're witnessing history. You guys have a good day. See you next episode. Peace.